everyone. Thank you for tuning in. So how was your January? How are your New Year's resolutions going? Are you still motivated to work toward them or is that starting to dwindle? If it is, that is totally normal and it happens to a lot of people. As a matter of fact, I was reading um, some statistics on New Year's resolutions and of course one of the most popular one and the most consistent one that is done over and over every year is being healthier. And by the end of the year, only 9 to 12 people, excuse me, 9 to 12 people, that's ridiculous, 9 to 12% of people that made a resolution end up being successful at it. Not a high number at all. Why do you think that is? Have you been in this situation? Have you made a New Year's resolution and you did really well for the first month, maybe even two months, and then it kind of just fizzled out? Think about it for a second. Reflect. Could you pinpoint what it is that got you stuck that didn't inspire you any longer enough to keep going to stay motivated could you pinpoint that okay think about it hold that thought and before we go any further for those of you that are new around here hello welcome my name is Corina I'm a certified personal trainer and licensed massage therapist based out of New York And the aim here for this podcast is to provide you with valuable fitness insights and inspire you to adopt a healthier lifestyle by applying simple strategies. So did you manage to pinpoint or find out why you lost your motivation, your inspiration to not continue on with a New Year's resolutions you made for yourself in previous years or even this year? So for most people, one of the biggest barriers when it comes to adopting healthier habits, it's uh, one of these things, one of these areas. It's either motivation, they haven't found that intrinsic motivation that's going to keep the fire lit and it's going to keep inspiring you over and over again. It's a deeper why and that's something I dig deep in with my clients that have had a difficult time adopting healthier habits and achieving, well, maybe not achieving their goals, but sustaining their goals. Then comes the lack of time. Most people, I hear them say over and over, I just don't have the time. I had well intentions. I wanted to. It was on my calendar, but I didn't have the time. Listen, we all have the same 24 hours. A little bit of tough love here. We all have the same 24 hours. Um, yes, some lives are more diff- more busier than others and maybe are supported, less well supported than others. If this is something you want to start changing for yourself, whether it's to have attain better health, however that looks for you, because it's different for everyone. Better health for some for one person could be looking good at the beach and playing volleyball and feeling strong and looking good. Better health for someone else could be, you know, being able to go up a flight of stairs without getting winded. It all depends on your stage of life and what's important to you, what matters to you. So that is your why, but that perspective is connected to the amount of time you're willing to carve out throughout your day, throughout your week to pay attention to this goal because it's that important for you that you are going to dedicate 20 minutes a day, whatever amount of time you could negotiate with your life and reprioritize within your own life, you're going to commit to that on a regular basis because it's that important to you. So that's where the time component becomes easy when you know what's important to you. 
I'll tell you what's important for me and what makes it easy for me to carve out time to get in my regular workout and pay attention to what I'm eating and how I'm treating my body. I have three small children and it's important for me to be on the top of my game for them and I don't always show up my best every day. I mean, we all have crappy days, right? But getting in that regular routine helps me to feel not only physically strong, but mentally strong. So you could cope with stress better. You could think with more clarity and having having a healthy balance in the home. It's so important for my kids to see that. It's so important for them to see that healthy is normal. Like there's nothing weird about it. There's nothing off about it. Eating vegetables, working out regularly, going out for walks and being active. It's normal, it's healthy, and it's not something crazy. And that's how you could keep your health and manage your weight and manage your stress. And it's just gonna help them in the future. So I feel like it's an obligation for me to to model this behavior and I love it I mean that's my business my business is health and fitness I love inspiring people and empowering them with simple tools and strategies to build a healthier life to fall in love with fitness and to take care of their body to want to take care of their body because it's that important to them their family is that important to them their well-being mental clarity is that important to them Having simple tools, routines, and strategies that work for today's busy modern-day lifestyle, which could stress us the hell out, um, especially with these past pandemic years, and I know a lot of people have put on those pandemic pounds and are now looking for ways to take care of themselves, but it's different this time around. It's different. Like You want to take care of yourself in a way that's not stressful that's flexible with your lifestyle but you're still showing up for yourself that's what i promote show yourself some grace have a healthy balance fall in love with exercise with fitness with taking care of yourself all right i went a little i took a little left turn there and i was talking about modeling a healthy behavior for my kids for my family and just making that the norm Right now, they're not all cray-cray about vegetables, that's all right, <laughs> but they do have some broccoli, they do have some peas and carrots, so I'm proud, of, for, I'm proud that they eat some of the vegetables that they do eat, and I'm just modeling that because they learn by what they see and not by what I'm telling them. So I do my best to do that. And I keep that at the forefront when I'm cooking or when we go grocery shopping, they know what processed foods are and how they harm our body if we consume too much of them. But it's all about a healthy balance too. I mean, every now and then we're gonna have an Oreo and that's quite fine. But they also know that certain people can't have an Oreo like, or be more conscious of what they're consuming and in what amounts. People that are diabetic or have issues with some medical conditions that they can't eat certain types of food. So I want them to be aware of all of this. I'm not like sitting down with a lesson plan and giving them a lecture, but it's I think it's a good idea to just have awareness of this from a very young age and grow up with that little bit of insight. I already see how it impacts their decisions and choices and I hope that they carry that as they get older. That is my strong why. That is what keeps me motivated to find that 
hour or 20 minutes or 30 minutes whatever it is of undisturbed time so i could get to my workout feel strong feel prepared and model the behavior for my kids Another barrier that people face when taking on a new fitness routine or just trying to get healthier is support. And I think it's often overlooked. I don't think people examine it too clearly. Like for example, the spouse might tell, the wife might tell her husband, I'm starting this fitness routine, I'm really excited about it. But they never like had a thorough discussion of how this is going to fit in their life or specific ways that uh, the husband or the wife could support uh, their spouse. For example, I, I had a client that her husband would often bring home a gallon of ice cream, like this big tub. And one of her weaknesses was ice cream. So she's doing her workouts and everything and following through, but then that ice cream appeared in the freezer and it was a big tub and it's like her weak point, it's her Achilles heel, and she would end up eating it. And so we had, I had a discussion with her and I said to her, well, what do you think would help you out? Would it be like going out to the ice cream shop and, and choosing flavors together and just enjoying one single cone? Um, so we came up with all these ideas, but I told her if that is your Achilles heel, you have to have a talk with him. There's always a compromise somewhere in there with some understanding and some clear expectations of you know, how you wanna go about achieving your goal and what type of support you need at home. One of the areas I discuss in consultations are social support who's in closest to you how are they going to support you in this are they encouraging you or building bridges between you and your health goals you know I'm not suggesting that you get rid of friends but just notice who's going to encourage you to go on that hike and bring you a salad or who's showing up with uh, Twinkies and Doritos and just wants to binge on Netflix. Like there's a time and a place, right? But if you have goals that you want to attain, you have to have some boundaries, healthy boundaries and clear expectations. This is why joining a fitness group or a health group is so beneficial because you're all in there working toward some type of health goal. You're there encouraging each other sharing what you're finding difficult, sharing your wins and celebrating with each other. It provides positive reinforcement and helps you to keep going when you're feeling a little bit down. So it's a great motivator and reminds you of your why. As I mentioned briefly in the beginning, motivation is another, lack of motivation is another big halt to reaching our fitness and health goals. I think I already spoke enough about your why, finding a deeper why. So my recommendation for lack of motivation would be find what inspires you. Why do you want to pursue this health and fitness goal? How is it going to directly impact your life today and years from now? Here's a few other things you could take a look at if you began your, your new year hell-bent on achieving your goal and then you worked out like a maniac and fizzled out and now you're trying to 
kind of reassess and readjust or you've given up altogether look back and see if you were setting realistic goals or were they just unrealistic did you just take up a fitness routine with no concrete plan no systematic structure you just went for it so this becomes this can easily become overwhelming confusing and it leads to burnout if you don't have a more structured plan going on in other words it's not sustainable and it won't fit with your lifestyle for the long term the more vague it is the more difficult it is to attain your goals so you have to be very specific for instance to improve muscular fitness I will work my way up to completing bodyweight squats pull-ups push-ups consecutively at the end of eight weeks by completing my resistance training program three days per week so you've given yourself clear guidelines there and clear mini goals that you want to uh, achieve. You want to get better at bodyweight squats. You're going to do them three days a week for eight weeks and little by little increase your resistance. Or another example, to improve my cardio respiratory fitness, I will run so many minutes, let's say 20 minutes nonstop, one day per week for the next 10 weeks. A couple of other areas you could look at is, uh, did you take on too many things all at once? Again, this will lead to burnout. It's not sustainable. And are you keeping track of your progress? It's so incredibly satisfying to tick off a small win. You could use visual cues. Um, as a matter of fact, in my latest newsletter, I spoke about using the paperclip strategy. Look it up, it's, it's really cool, or sign up for my newsletter. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's a visual trigger to remind you of a habit and it helps to keep you motivated with short or long-term goals because you get to use that visual measure to, to check a win, to check a small win. And it's just very gratifying and it gives you positive reinforcement. So you would you want to repeat that behavior. All right, so I gave you quite a bit of info today on how to find, how to dig deeper into your why, your intrinsic motivation. That's what's inspiring you for the long haul and keeping those fitness results sustainable once you achieve them. And just keep this in mind, that might change as the journey goes on because life is not permanent, right? The, the certain lifestyle is not always permanent. So be flexible, have grace with yourself, but always show up. And I think this is a good place to end it. So I'd like to say thank you for tuning in. If you have found this episode helpful, useful, share it with a friend, hit the follow and subscribe button so you know when my next episode comes out. Send me your feedback. I would love to hear from you and be sure to check out the show notes for any corresponding links. Mm -hmm.